Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. Now sit back, relax, and rewind your mind. Reminisce with friends you didn't even know you had. And if you weren't there, then this is news to you. Hey there, what is up? I am Mikey. I'm Corey. And we would like to welcome you to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. And did you know that we are proud members of the Cloud Shouters Podcast Network? I did. Yes, the Cloud Shouters Podcast Network. Let's talk about that for just a minute. Because uh, it's kind of new. Yes, it's it kind of a new thing. Uh, what we did is we went out and we gathered up some of our friends that have awesome podcasts as well. Yeah, and most of them are local here with us. And yeah, we're, we're you know, we could we could all sit down and, and you know like have a meal together if we wanted to. And actually, one of the podcasts is about having meals. Yes, it is. <laughs> the Fatterday uh, Omaha. Fatterday Omaha. Uh, yeah, Fatterday Omaha. There's. Uh, I believe they're taking a break right now, aren't they? They're getting uh, ready to come back. Yeah, they're well. They're they're doing some stuff now. Uh, lost in Omaha. They they're getting ready to come back. Um, How do you get lost in Omaha? It's not that hard. I've been lost in Omaha a few times. I've been lost in Lincoln a lot. Yeah, I well, I've been lost in parking lots. I, you know, it's we drove it, backwards in a parking lot. We, we that was a parking garage. Oh yeah, holy yeah. shit, that was that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Hack TV with uh, with Ke- uh, Kevin Hesacker, Chicken Boy. He does some crazy shit on there, and uh, you have to guess what's in his pants sometimes. I don't want to guess what's in his pants. Well, you sometimes you'd be surprised what's in his pants. Is it the front of his pants or the back of his pants? Well, that's part of the game. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and we have uh, a Live from Studio C. And they actually do a, a live uh, uh, musical acts. That's Sam's. Yeah, that's Sam's thing, yeah. Um, Sam has, actually, Sam's part of uh, three of them. <laughs> He's a part of uh, Lost in Omaha. He's part of uh, Saturday and Life from Studio C is like his his thing. Sam, between you and Sam, you guys are probably some of the busiest people I know. Oh, I maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sam's got me beat there because Sam does a lot of shit. Yes, he does. And then uh, we can't forget uh, Russian Leg Sweep. Russian Leg Sweep, great show. Yeah, the uh, the wrestling, pro wrestling podcast. It's it, Did you know that's the number one pro wrestling podcast in the Midwest? I did not. Uh, you ask them and they will tell you that. You know what, I'm going to ask them. Yeah, I will, I, will eat, I will message them. Message them and ask them. But I won't hear anything. <laughs> I'll have to wait till the next show to find out. Yeah, and you're going to ask them, are you the number one pro wrestling podcast in the Midwest? And they're going to say, yes. yes and then they're right. going to move on. Well, you know what? I'm just going to go out and say it. We're the number one retro podcast in the, in the Midwest. Midwest. Yeah, and we're going to use the same uh, the same rating system that they do. They don't give a fuck and they don't fact check. They just say it and it is. That makes sense. So That checks yeah. out. You know, we are... The, the, I saw the other day there was a publication that came out, and uh, we are tied for like I think there's there's seven podcasts and, and shows on the Cloud Showers Podcast Network. It was a seven way tie for the number one uh, CSPN in the CSPN Awards. Nice. Yeah, we, it, was, it was like a seven way tie for for best of show, and uh, then each individual show got number one in their category. So we are award winning all of us award winning podcasts. And we, we won the CSPN award, podcasting awards. Nice. Yeah. It was, I mean, and I, I saw it, you know, when the publication came out, I saw it hot off the presses because it was off of my printer. And, well, as, as, a, as a voting member, yes, I had to make that publication known. So I printed it off so that we have it and we can submit it to the various media outlets. 
But uh, congratulations to to ever, all the winners. You know the CSPN awards. They they came out uh, last night actually, um, because I got a little high and put them out, and, and uh, I just decided that uh, that we were all going to be winners and we we're going to have our own award show. So congratulations! No, no participation participation trophies for us. Oh no, we get those too. Oh sweet! Yeah, yeah, we all get the green ribbon that says participant, but we all win too. I want a sash. Well, maybe we can get you one. I think we should all have sashes. Sashes. We should do a photo shoot where that's all, like all of us. Sashes and crowns. We all, and that's all we're wearing. It's just sashes and crowns and, God, sh- and that shoes. Would be a terrible. We, we have to wear shoes. And socks. Well, that's optional. No, we'll just copy the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover. Oh yeah, we can wear socks there. <laughs> Good idea. So, yes, uh, to all of our our CSPN uh, brothers, congratulations, and we are going to do a naked photo shoot with our sashes and crowns. There, it's been. It's it's going to come out in a publication later today. Yeah, you know that that's so. It's going to be an official announcement. Nice. So, anyhow, so now we got that out of the way. I mean, that, you know, we wasted five minutes right there. Yes, we did. You know, and I would have noticed all this stuff earlier if I wasn't busy cleaning my house. And the nice thing is, uh, we're not in the dungeon today. No, we are not. We have a nice sunny view. We have we have moved from the dungeon to the craft room. To the craft room. Which is like a three-season room. Yeah, three th- enclosed patio. It's it's not really nice too. I mean, we're I, I feel uh, I feel brighter and I can see things. And mm-hmm. We actually uh, have a table. We're not surrounded by boxes and, and spiders and spiders bullshit. And there's there's not uh, the Hell's Gate furnace right next taking to us taking on everything. taking on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good furnace impression. It is. Yeah. So we do have. Mantana. Oh, Mantana is out here. Yeah, Jamie stole that from me. <laughs> she just liked him. and Yeah, you have another one in your I have, Yeah, I have a few of them. <laughs> so, she stole your Mantana. Why, uh, are, are you going to do a little refurbish on him? Kind of make him, you know, you should paint him. Oh, no, I like the way he is. Yeah? Yeah. I'll have to find a really beat up one to paint him. And, you know, make it like, uh, you know how the uh, the My Little Kitty, what the hell is that thing called? Uh, Hello Kitty? Yeah. How they're like pink and purple and all that. You should do Mantana and make his armor like pink and purple. I've seen, you know, one, I've seen people do those. Do a mashup and give him a bow on his head. Or like on each eye, he has a bow. That, that, oh my God. That's yeah. great. But you know, we're not here to talk about that. No, we're not. <laughs> See, <laughs> we have so much stuff to look at today. It's nice. It's a nice, yeah. bright, sunny day. We're going to get confused. And we're going to talk about what are we talking about today? Well, I had a question for you. Um, what was the first movie that you remember seeing in the theater? Um, probably in the theater or in the drive-in. Well, I remember. What's the first movie that you that you remember seeing? Either way, I'm gonna say Return of the Jedi. Wow, you're fucking young. That was in '85. Eight, yeah, '85. '85. Yeah. How old were you? Six, probably five, five or six. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're you're young. <laughs> I'm 41. Yeah, well, and the thing is, I'm not that much older than no. you. I'm 44. I'm I'll be 45 here in a few few months. But I the first movie I ever saw in the theater, I was three years old, and I saw the the Muppet movie. Oh yeah, you right. know, and I can remember sitting there when you're a little kid. It's so cool to go into a theater and you get to pick the seats. You go clear up front because it's so cool to see that shit so big. Mm-hmm. And the older you get, you realize this fucking sucks. Well, yeah, now you go so all the way in the back. 
Well, yeah, so you can make out and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know play little games and, and put your feet up. And it's best if you get a spot that, like, has a, a railing in front of you so you can actually put your feet put up. Put your feet up. Well, now it's, I don't know if a lot of people are going to movies now, but I haven't been in a movie, movie theater in about a year. Oh, no, no. And... You know, I don't know what it's like now, but, you know, you can't really do that six-foot distance thing at the theaters and unless they pull the seats out. I, I think that they block off seats so that you have to, but, shit, they have recliners and massage chairs. and When we were kids, all those that chairs shit. were super uncomfortable. Fuck yeah, they were. And most of the time, they were sticky. Most of, and they they were broken. They, they flipped up. Yeah. And most of the time, you sit on them, and, like, if you weren't. A bigger kid, you couldn't hold it down. No, you got stuck. You got stuck. I think we heard a story like that from Moose. <laughs> Moose got stuck, and but Moose was like a teenager. It was about the same same era. Yeah, same it was the same, same time frame. But he was like a teenager, and you know, Moose also on the uh, Cloud Showers Podcast Network uh, without a time. He's he's kind of a branch off of our show because he has a different perspective on what we do. Yeah. When we were growing up in that that time frame, he was like finding his way and coming of age. He was a teenager and a young man. We were kids, so he, he has a different perspective on everything we talk about. He tells a, a nice story, and I uh, I know that there he's got some great ones coming up. I've heard some some of his ideas. Oh, good. And he's got some great stuff. But so he was looking for girls. We were looking for toys. Right, and. Not much has changed. I mean, no, we're still looking for toys. Yeah, we look for girls and toys now. Well, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I can remember just sitting up front. Me and my mom and my grandma went to the movie, movie theater, and my grandma fell asleep immediately. And that's where you get it. Yeah, it is. It's hereditary. <laughs> so my dad falls asleep during movies too. So she's like had her head kicked back over the edge of the of the chair, you know, and she's snoring like crazy. And I'm over there, three-year-old, going, Grandma, Grandma, look, it's Kermit's, uh, you know, he's riding a bicycle. With his long, his long Kermit legs. Yeah. <laughs> that, that movie is, I mean, it's a great movie. But, so, going to the theater used to be like the thing. You went to the theater to see a movie. And we've, we were fortunate enough that we got to see all the great movies in the theater. Mm-hmm. Or most of them. But, when we were little, you, if you didn't see it in the theater when it did its run, it would be you in had the, to wait a while. Oh fuck! You had to wait until it, it came like, on TV. It felt like forever. It would be years. I uh, the, the the movies would do they, they do it way different now because of DVDs and streaming and Netflix and all that shit. Back in the day, the movie would do a run in the theater, and it would be in the theater until it quit making money. Oh yeah. I mean, if it was still making money, they kept that. Mm-hmm. They kept that some bitch in there. Right? You said you saw Return of the Jedi was your first movie. Yeah, that's the first one I remember going to. I and saw, that was at the drive-in. That would have been awesome to see that at the drive-in. I don't even know if we actually paid for it. I think we just parked on the outside. Because my, oh. my mom was cheap and sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to call your mom cheap. But, <laughs> but She's not listening to the show. So. No. But uh, see, we got there's a lot, I think, that we have to explain to people about this whole theater thing and, and drive-ins and all that because they would say, well, you know, you parked on the hill. Did they have it that loud you could hear it? No. Okay, what, what the drive-in deal? And, and some people even our age may, may have never seen a drive-in because there, there wasn't a lot around no. when we were young. 
and there's I think there's like two in the country right now. Anywhere you know, there's there's not very many. No, the, well we had say we had two of them here. We had a bunch of them here between the, you know the, the and, twins, the other Omaha Council Bluffs Metro. Yeah, area. and now they're I think they're building a new one. Way out, way out west. Way out west they are. I, uh, so the, the drive-in you would you would park your car and they had a little speaker that you could hang on the side of your window and it would play the mu- the, the movie for you. Or you could tune your radio. They had like a shortwave radio thing. Mm-hmm. You could tune your radio, and it would play over your radio and your and your car speakers, which with some of the sound systems now that would be awesome. Oh yeah. Cars. But so that's how you could park on the hill or park away where you can see the screen and turn your radio to that station and you could hear the the movie. So movies had okay like the, the theatrical run. Some movies went into the theater. Some movies only went to the drive-in. And then some movies did both. Yeah. And a lot of the driving movies, they did a like a double feature or a triple feature. Right. You could watch, sit there and watch movies all night in your car. Yep. And they would be, some of them, it would be like one blockbuster movie or one really popular movie and two shit, shit movies. movies. Because by the second feature, people were probably making out. By the third feature, people were probably in the back seat. You know, uh, there were a lot of babies made at the drive-in. They were swinging for the bases, yeah. swinging for the swinging for the bleachers that entire. Yeah, there 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 was a lot of babies made in those those drive-ins. I probably was. <laughs> so <laughs> they would have their their theatrical run, or their drive-in run. Then they would go to this wonderful thing called the Dollar Theater. I love the Dollar Theater, especially when we got here in town. Yes, it's, it's it hasn't changed in probably twenty five years. Nope. I don't think the light bulbs have been replaced in 25 years. Nope. And, but it's got that old school smell smell to it, <laughs> and that well that old school look, that old that like early mid 80s vibe. It actually has an outside box office that you mm-hmm. buy your ticket at before you can even go in the building. You have to buy a ticket, and then you go in and it has some video games. It's got the neon lights, neon lights, a snack, a regular big snack bar. Uh, Posters, the movie posters everywhere. Well, then when you walk down the hall, it's got the, that stream of lights. Like, you're walking. It looks like something in Star Trek. Yes. Just, I mean, it... And that when that place first opened, that was actually an advertising point. Come see our state-of-the-art... I think they call it, like, laser tunnel or something. Yeah. That was, like, a selling point. Come see this. And people would go, hey, it's a, you pay a dollar to get into a movie. Let's go see it. But then you pay $9 for... For popcorn and a candy bar. Yeah. Yeah. For a fucking, for a tub of butter and... (laughs) I mean, that place is cool as shit. It is cool. And the, I would love to own that place and just clean it up, replace the carpet with some ugly 80s looking carpet. Mm -hmm. Make it a retro place. Make it a retro place, but I don't know if it would, it would be a, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Good idea. No, no, no. This is a good idea. A, a Money pit. Yeah, it, it, I think it would be, uh, because they. I don't. I don't know. I think they've gone to digital now, so you got digital projectors and all that. So they've done some updating to it, but I think it would be a money pit if you start fixing shit. Yeah. So no, I, I was saying you went and saw Return of the Jedi for your first book. Oh yeah, we got off track again. We, we did. Well, no, we were still on topic actually. I remember seeing. The original Star Wars in the theater. Oh no shit! Now, I know when this was because of what was, there was a very, like, paramount, you know, very important 
uh, event that happened when I was six years old and I was in the first grade. My mom had a brain tumor. She was in the hospital for like a couple months. Yeah. While they were, and they said it's inoperable. We can't do anything. And just a weird way that things worked out. The only doctor in the country that did that kind of surgery happened to come to Omaha to do a seminar. And so they said, this guy's coming here from like, I don't even remember. It was like from LA or something. Yeah. He's going to be in Omaha. And he said, if you let him video this surgery so he can use it for teaching and sign off the rights to it, he'll do the surgery. Obviously not for free, but he'll do the surgery. My dad's like, do whatever you got to do. So me and my dad were like bachelors for, you know, months on end. And, you know, while my, my mom wasn't supposed to make it, yeah, you know, there was a good chance she wasn't going to make it. So they went in and they removed this brain tumor. Of course, first grade, I go in to show and tell. And they kept asking me, how's your mom doing? My teachers and stuff, how's your mom doing? So I, for show and tell, I got up and I told my class, my mom has a brain tumor and she had surgery and they removed half of her brain. <laughs> Now, they did not remove half of her brain. They removed a tumor, and they removed all the inner ear shit. Yeah. Because that was all affected. And I said they removed half of her brain. I can remember going and seeing her in the hospital twice. And one time, because they didn't like kids in the hospital that back then. Yeah. Well, the one time, she just had surgery, like her head was shaved and all that. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a traumatic experience for your kid to see his mom oh, in yeah. shape. So for my dad to kind of brighten my spirits... He took me to see the original Star Wars. Now, this would have been like an 82. Uh, this would have been yeah. an 82. They probably, yeah, probably brought it back out. No, it never left the theater. Seriously. It wow. was it was in the theaters for like, fuck, what, it come out in 77? Yeah. It was in the theaters for like five years. Oh, fuck. Because people kept going to see it. And then it went to the Dollar Theater. We saw it in the Dollar Theater. The little Millard $4 theater. Oh, yeah. That place was awesome. Yeah, and it turned into W.C. W. Frank's Arcade yeah. after that. So we went there and saw it, and I can vividly remember. And now that building's not even there. No, well, it's still there. Is the building still there? Yeah, it's. Uh, they tore it, down. it was a thrift store for a while, and now I think it's a uh, uh, drug rehab place. I think people go there for. Is co- it, drug it's over there. It's over there by the uh, pizza machine. Hmm? Yeah. The amazing pizza machine. As, as my kid used to say, "Amazing mama pizza mama machine." <laughs> when he was real little, that's how he said. That's it. funny, but I can vividly remember. They didn't, from from my recollection, they didn't play movie tra- a movie trailer before that movie. They played a commercial for like Activision home video. Oh yeah, system, and it was like this really crude, sketchy cartoon, and it was like a newscast, and they were sitting there and they they're saying, well, you know, in sports today, blah blah blah, and, and weather they did this, and they had the screen behind them, and there was like this asteroid tumbling at the screen, and they go, breaking news, and they turn around like this and look. And they go, asteroids, and it breaks through the screen, and the entire big screen turned into a game of asteroids. Oh, dude, that would be so fun. I can rem- I vividly remember that, and I've tried finding that little promo thing. If I can find it, I'll put, I'll put it on this episode. But I can't find that one. I can find other advertisements for that video game system in that same style, but I cannot find the asteroids. Oh, no shit. But I remember, and then we watched the original Star Wars like six years after. Oh, man. But that movie, the reason they kept it in so long, it kept making money. Oh, yeah. And it was one of the first movies that people went and saw over and over and over again at the theater mm-hmm. and dressed up for and did all that, you know. It was it was like the first one. Well, that's like the, the reason people, like we talked about in the Ninja Turtle episode. Yeah. You know, 
Star Wars fans are the reason why I, I think why people collect started collecting action figures and toys. Oh yeah, and just hoarding them. And we we will do uh, probably several, probably one for every original Star Wars movie. That oh yeah, that'd be great. There's three. There's three three original originals, and they were our generation of Star Wars, and those are really the only ones I've ever seen. I've seen them. All I've the seen. Through. I've seen all nine. Oh wow! Of them, I have not. And well, there's nine, and then there's the two. There's sidebars, and the then two there's sidebars, and then there's the Mandalorian. I haven't seen that. Um, but I've seen all nine of the Star Wars movies, the originals, the original three, the original remakes, which George Lucas probably should be slapped for doing some of that <laughs> shit, and then his Jar Jar Binks mistake. Yeah. And you know, and then what? I mean. That one, The Phantom Menace, was probably my least favorite Star Wars f- film. Well, now you've seen all of them, but you said that you saw Return of the Jedi in the theater. Yes, that so, was my first one. Did I, you see any of the other ones in the theater? I seen well when they brought it back out. Okay. Yeah, I did, and then all the rest of the 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 numbers one through three, I watched those in the theater when they came out, and then late nineties, early two thousands. And then the recent ones, I seen those in the theater. Because if you didn't catch them in the theater, like you know, you had to wait until they were on TV. You had to, and wait. there wasn't cable. And so it could you be you had to wait until they were like on channel, like on NBC or Fox. Yes, and you had to wait. It was like a Sunday afternoon. And, and when when the original Star Wars was on TV, I used to have a videotape of it. It was a big event. Mm-hmm. They had like. A half hour long special before talking about how people were Star Wars crazy. Oh yeah! And then every commercial break, they would have a different celebrity talking about the first time that they saw Star Wars and how many times they'd seen it. And they even had the Flintstones on there, you know, talking about Star Wars. And I mean, it was just it was crazy. I think I remember this. Yeah, it it was it was that was crazy. And we we taped it because I love Star Wars. But if you didn't catch them in a the theater, you had to wait. You had to wait. At least, like you said, at least a year. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not like they do now where they, they film it and then, you know, they get it ready. They go, they put it out in theater. And then by the time it hits theater, they're already making the, the videos for it. Right. Because videos or, are out or like the, a couple the, months later. Or the DVDs or whatever. You yeah. Know? Or it's already, it's already set up for TV or it's been modified for TV use. And then, but back then, I mean... Even just getting it on on VHS, you had to wait six months to a year at least. I can remember, and then that, well, they all came out around Christmas. Yes, and that gets us to the point of what we want to talk about. Twenty minutes in, we want to talk we about. We still haven't hit the time. Yeah. <laughs> I we, love this show. We, <laughs> we want to talk about the the uh, kind of the advent of video rentals. Because that was a huge part of our childhood. Oh, yeah. And you would have to wait forever. I can remember the first movie I ever remember even hearing about being on video was uh, First Blood Part Two, Rambo. Okay. Because we were going to go see it, we were going to go see it, and we just didn't. And my dad said, I don't want to go to the theater, I'll wait till it comes out on VHS. And two years later, we saw that movie because it took like two years. Oh, yeah. And so when, and they were so fucking expensive to buy because they weren't rentals at first. You had to you buy, had to buy them first. And they were like 80 bucks a tape. And they were, remember how heavy they were? Oh, yeah. 
They what they had they had the they had the either the paper cases uh-huh. where you slid them out the bottom, or you had the hard thick plastic cases. The big clamshell yep, case. Where you open it up. Yeah, and the, the clamshells typically were the wrestling ones and the uh, Disney ones. Yes, those the were, Disney ones were hit and miss because yeah. you know Disney they put them in their vault. And then you wouldn't see them for... You wouldn't see them for years. Like, like eight years, then they come At out. At least. So, with the the invention or the progression of home video came... Nobody wanted to spend that much money on a movie that they might or might not like. Yeah. So, they had video stores came out. Now, it started out, there was a, a place, just in the research that I had done, there was a place, I think, in Germany, and he got the rights just to a few movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I and I. It, it was just like a handful of movies. He had uh, like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Mash the Movie, Hello Dolly, Patton, The King and I, Sound of Music. It was like a handful of them, and he got the actual, the actual videos. You know, the the the, the not real, the videos, the real, the, the, real, real, the real. real. He got the actual film, and he started loaning them out to people, and then he thought, shit, a lot of people want to see these, maybe I can rent them. So he started renting them. And then as the company, the movie company started catching this, they were like, okay, we can sell the rights to rent these movies to people. So they did that. And then you start seeing these places pop up all over. Mm-hmm. And you could actually go rent a movie. And that, a lot of Friday and Saturday nights, that's what you did. That's what, yeah, that's what you did as a kid. Yeah. Even like... Just with your with your family or even with your friends. Yeah, you'd go to the video store. And if you didn't get there early enough, you, you screwed. didn't get shit. So you had to or if you if you had a if you had somebody that worked there or you were buddies with, they'd save it for you. Yes, they would. Or you could figure out when it was coming back and, and they'd let you know it's due back, you know, whatever time and, yeah. and you'll get it. But we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the movies that we remember in the second half. But just, I know that there's people that don't remember. You know, you say something like Betamax. Yeah. They have no clue what a fucking Betamax No, they don't. Was. Or even a Laserdisc. Laserdiscs were awesome. So, if I remember right, it went the reel-to-reel, the actual film, mm-hmm. like the 8mm or 35mm or whatever it was film. Then it went to beta. Beta was a very small... It was almost like the original. It was about the size of a camcorder tape. Yes, like a mini tape. Yeah. And they had... Beta and, and like VHS came out about the same time. And they were kind of neck and neck with what's going to be better. I think the beta had a better quality to it. Yeah. But the VHS was more widespread. And... I just, I just actually heard something on, on another podcast I was listening to in regards to DVD and Blu-ray and high-def. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, they had the high-def Blu-rays, and, or the high-def DVDs, DVDs and, then they and had the Blu-rays. Blu-ray DVDs. And Blu-rays took off. That's what, that's what won the race. There was, well, there was more Blu-ray players, because like, even like the, like the PlayStations and the Xbox, yeah. those are all Blu-ray players. Well, the interesting point that they made... And I think it's true with Betamax and VHS, is the adult movies, they went the way of Blu-ray. Yeah. I think the adult movies went the way of VHS, and that's what won the race, because of porn. Porn led the race. 
That happens a lot. It really does. You know, porn always wins. So that was an interesting thing. I, and I just heard that on the way here today. Well, that's a, that's a porn. The porn industry is a billion dollar industry. Oh, yeah. And for being a what they call a blue industry or you yeah. know, for being a taboo industry. And, I mean, people and it shouldn't know, be taboo. There, there's people out there who swear up and down like, oh, I've never watched porn in my life, you know, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. But, <laughs> it, I mean, I don't know what the statistics are, but I guarantee I'd say 90% of the people out there have watched at least one. At least one. Yep. Or have rented one. Yep. Or own one. Anything like that. But I, I know, like, there's companies out there that would have, like, say, the cable companies. Mm-hmm. They get a ton of money just from people renting them. Yep. And it doesn't matter if you watch that film for or that movie for five minutes or two hours. Yeah. You still paid that money. And you, yeah, you got it. And... You know, you got to pay that full price. Well, and that's, I think, people weren't buying that stuff. They were renting it. So we'll talk about that, too, a little bit uh, during this first part. Um, but we got to kind of go into what, what, what a video store was, because a lot of people don't know, because they're not around that yeah. much anymore. At least this next generation. they, I know, like, the last one we, we had here in town just closed. Yeah. Yeah, the family. The family. Do- the family, family video. video. Yeah. So video stores, they would uh, gather up. A collection of video games, movies. movies, and movies, and some. I mean, later, later they did games. Yeah, they they would rent video games, so they would have that that collection, and they would display the box covers on the wall, mm-hmm. and sometimes you would just go take the box cover to them, and they would hand you the videotape, or sometimes the videotapes would be stacked up behind that box cover. Yeah, and if there wasn't one there, you were screwed. Yeah. You can yeah. see the vi- you can see it was there. Yeah. I mean, like well, like with the big popular movies of that of that time, or whatever was whatever came out that week, they could have sixty copies of that same movie, and they'd never be in stock. Never. The, and the interesting thing, because vi- video rental stretched out so far, and you it was it was mainly VHS. I don't remember seeing a beta rental, ever. I. Think they had them? Yes, I wasn't looking. We didn't have a beta player. Yeah, my my grandfather had one. He had well, he had the original like the original old school VHS player, oh. which the top loader with the big buttons. And you could hear the thing warming up. And it yes, was like, it was um like silver and like you know like the whole thing was made of aluminum. Yeah, and you it hit, looked like a DeLorean. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you you hit that that eject button and, and it, the, just, it popped <laughs> out the top and it was almost like a ejecting a clip from a rifle. Yeah, like, ka-ching, and it you know. But yeah, it warmed up. But I think I think he had a Betamax player, because my my grandpa he was on top of all the technology at the time. Because like you know, I talked about in the previous um, um, podcast we did With the computers. Yeah, yeah, he was big on computers. Yeah, he, he had the huge. He lived right outside of town, just right outside like the you know outskirts. So he's but he had the huge giant satellite dish, uh-huh. and he had all the satellite stuff. And we went to his house. Be like, okay, well we're gonna watch. We want to watch Disney. So he'd be like, okay, let's turn Disney on, and then he would record everything. Oh, nice. So so you got a, a little bootleg library. Yes. But I think he had the Betamax player and ended up getting rid of it because Betamax wasn't... It just died. ...taken off, yeah. So they had they had those, 
And then I remember for a brief time they would rent the laser discs. Yep. And they they weren't very they weren't around very long at all. No, because nobody had a player for them. They were expensive and they were very awkward. They were like the size of a large record. Yeah, they were like a 12-incher. Yeah, they were they were big and had that big plastic sleeve that you put into the machine and so they were around for a little while. Now those are collectors items. People get their favorite movies mm-hmm. and they get them signed. These these big laser discs, they get them signed. But you would go rent these things and sometimes like if you went to an actual video store, sometimes you could get the popular movies for like a one or two day rental. Yeah. And or it's like if you got them on a Friday, it was like a, you had to have it back the next day. Yeah. But if you got like on a Monday or Tuesday, you could have it for the, almost the whole week. Right, because nobody was renting during the week. Yeah. But they they would let you have those for like a day or two. The le- less popular or the uh, the older movies, sometimes you get them for three or four days. Mm-hmm. But I can remember going in and you would get like three movies for the weekend and you paid for those movies and you had them for that limited amount of time, your ass stayed up and watched them. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, if it was, like, if you were falling asleep, you were woken up and, no, watch the fucking movie. We, we paid $6 for this movie. Mm-hmm. Watch it. And you'd watch whatever you had. And sometimes, this is very, I experienced this the other day with that fucking movie that you made me watch. <laughs> Robo Vampire. That movie is terrible. That movie was bad. And but for some reason, it got five, almost five stars. I don't know why. I think that was somebody's mom voting. Because that movie was bad. It was terrible. It was real bad. But I think that you watched more terrible movies because you were invested. You had paid money. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a streaming service where you pay your monthly fee and you can watch whatever you want. And if it sucks, you stop it and find something else. Yeah. You were stuck with those three movies for the weekend. And that was your entertainment for the mm-hmm. weekend. So you were going to watch them, and goddamn, you paid for them. You're watching the movie. Luckily, my mom never actually paid attention to what I was renting. Oh, so you got good shit. I, yeah, I would rent, you know, I would get, like, you know, the classic comedy guys. Oh, yeah. Like Caddyshack or something like that. Yeah. You know, something that was going to make me laugh. But then I'd always get my one of my uh, horror movie, and... Like I said, my mom, she didn't really pay attention unless it was like Friday the 13th or something. And then she's like, you're not watching that. You're too young. Right. Or, you know, so i get like Nightmare on Elm Street or big one for me was Wishmaster. Right. I love the Wishmaster movies. Oh, that Wishmaster was great. I think that that is something that technology and, and advancements, you've kind of lost out on because if something doesn't catch you in the first 20 minutes, you turn it off. Oh, yeah. And you go to something else. And I think you miss out on some of those slower burning movies. So I think I did that I did I think I did that last night when I was trying to find something and I was like, Oh let's check this out. Uh nope, I'm bored already. Yep. Turn it off. I did you know, I I walked out of one one movie in the well, I take it back, two movies I've walked out on in the theater. One was a um, Dark what was it, Dark City with Keith or Sutherland? Yep. Big Keith Sutherland fan, love everything he's done. I got about thirty minutes in, and I'm like, dude, I I gotta go. But then I sat at home and I watched it later, you know, not that same day, but when it was out on video or cable or whatever. And it was actually a good movie. You know, I was like, this movie sucks. But then I sat down and watched it, and 
turns out that I left right before everything. Right before it got good. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other movie I walked out on was Twilight. I don't blame you there. No, I was like, sweet, there's a new vampire movie coming out. <laughs> I like vampire movies. Didn't know anything about the movies. Didn't know anything about book, the books. Books, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's check this out. I'm like, all right, okay, we'll see what's going on. I'm watching, watching, watching. And he is glittery. Time yeah. to go. Yep. Gotta go. <laughs> so, but hey, me and the person I was with at the time, we got up and I was like, let's, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It, I think we've, we've lost that element of sticking through a movie. Yeah. And I stuck through that piece of shit that you had me watch. And, <laughs> and the, the bad thing was, I stuck through it that long and it just ended. There was no ending. The movie but was just But over. there's four sequels to it. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not, because I probably will, but you know, there was no payoff so that, that you always had that risk. So you were very cautious at what you rented, you know, you didn't often just settle. It was something you wanted to see or something you'd heard about or something someone else had watched and told you was good. You were very cautious on what you rented. Mm -hmm. So one, we, we mentioned this a little earlier and Every video store, you know, like you'd go in, you'd, and videos were everywhere. They were in gas stations. Oh, yeah. They were in grocery stores eventually. You could go rent a movie. Uh, the, the different, you know, Couch Potato and... Uh, Blockbuster. Blockbuster applause. applause. video. Um, we had a couple locally, like Captain Video and Main Street yeah, Movies. Yeah, Captain Video. Yeah, Captain Video was actually a really cool place. Yeah, I mean, there were some really good videos. Well, stores. Captain Video and Couch Potato, they had some of the... Lo- offshoot movies that people never had. Yes. Like, you'd have to go there to, like, say, like, to get some trauma movies. Uh-huh. Or porn. Yeah. Well, okay, that brings me to what I was going to talk about. Every video store had their little back room. The small video stores. The smaller ones. The, the, like, at Blockbusters, they didn't have that. No. But the smaller ones, they had their back room. Oh, we also had Hollywood video, too. Yeah, Hollywood was later. Yeah. Towards the end of the run. But, the, <laughs> they call, we always call it the back room, but it was usually... Right inside the front door, where mm-hmm. they could keep an eye on you. And you had all the adult movies, and some of them weren't porn. Like, uh, I can remember Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which, which, they, which they would consider NC-17. NC-17 or unrated. Yeah. Uh, Night of the Living Dead, the original, would, would be in the back room a lot of times. Uh, and there's no gore, no nudity, nothing in that movie. Uh, no, it's just that it was not rated, so they, they didn't have it out on the floor. But most of the time it was porn back there. And it was just kind of a, a door with either like a beaded curtain or a fabric curtain mm-hmm. over the door that you had to go through. Somebody's crusty towel. <laughs> they <laughs> hung up over the door. You always had the same... What's on this towel? Don't worry about it. Don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> You, um, you, you might want to wash your hands. Yeah, just duck when you go in. <laughs> so it was always the same the same scenario. The, uh, the, 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 the person who was going in the back room, they would come into the video store, locate the back room, which was, like I said, usually right inside, mm-hmm. right by the counter. And then they would make about two laps around the video store. They'd make one lap, kind of browsing and picking up box covers, looking at, just, you know, like they were trying to pick out a movie. Yeah. And then they would kind of get a feel for who was in the, the, the store, who was watching, who was paying attention to them. Then they would make one more round, 
and their round would end about halfway through. They might go up and down a couple of the aisles, and then at the right moment, they'd just make a beeline for that fucking curtain and go in, and then you wouldn't see them for a long time. All you see is beads moving. Yeah, you saw the beads moving. It was like, what the, you heard it, and it was like, what the hell was that? Like somebody opened the door or something, or yeah, reason here? Yeah. Well, then they'd be in there forever. And you know damn well they weren't in there, like, trying to decide what to, to get. Yeah. They'd walk in and make their selection, and then they'd stand at the other side of the curtain or the beads, listening <laughs> to see who was right out there that was going to see them come out. And so, like, oh man, there's my boss. Yeah. They, oh, there's my there's my pastor. Yeah, my wife's out there. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You, know, you you would you would just you'd know that forty five minutes that person was going to be in there, and then here they'd go like dart out of that room and go right to the counter and book ass out the door. Well, see, and you know they had that one card that everybody recognized. Yeah. So they'd go in there and look for them. Right. Like, oh, man, where's Mikey at? Yeah. You know, well, why like, you got to oh. use my name, dude? Because you're here. Why? Well, I, mean, <laughs> I yeah, I've, I've been in the back room for the time with you. You know, <laughs> because I, I did. I think I said something like that on one of our our chat pages. It was like dirty, dirty Mikey. Yeah. Like, who's dirty Mikey? Well, he's a hand puppet. Yeah, he's a hand puppet. <laughs> Sometimes. <No. laughs> All right, but but you know you would you would always get that person. Well, there was a little mom and pop video store in a small town near where I live, and they didn't have a back room. They had a binder that sat on the counter by the register. Yep. And they had all the pictures, like a photocopied picture of the front of the DVD or, or the videotape in that binder. And you'd have to stand there and flip through the binder. You didn't take it anywhere. You, looking for, you, look, right you were there. looking for big, busty brunettes. Yeah. And you had to find the picture for it. You had to find the picture that you wanted. And so you'd have to stand there and flip through while usually in these smaller video stores, it was like a... A, a, a nice old lady that was, you know, uh-huh. manning the counter, and she'd be standing there. Some ninety-year-old farm couple. Yeah, they'd be standing there waiting for you to make your your smut selection, <laughs> and then they have to go somewhere like in, into the the video <laughs> library to get it. <laughs> they go into their their own little personal area. Yeah, because it was usually connected to like their house or something. Right. <laughs> But, like where are you going? Oh, we got a lot of a lot of dirt bags in today. Yeah, yeah. Howard. Yeah, we're, there's only three videos left in that binder. <laughs> but I think that that you know again, pornography, kind of, kept the video rental oh, business dude. alive. Well, you know, and it also like well the video rentals also killed the adult movie theaters. Yes, because that's I me. Mean, if you wanted to go watch. a a porn or anything like that. You had to go to a theater. And watch with other people. And yeah. And yeah, that's not... With a box of popcorn and a hole cut in it. <laughs> extra butter. Extra butter. <laughs> Very extra greasy. <laughs> I like grease. <laughs> but so, yeah, you had to go do that. And I don't know if they had them here. Lincoln. Lincoln did? Yep. They had them in Lincoln. So if you wanted to... If you had to get your rocks off, you had to go to, you know, drive 40 minutes... To go to a theater. To go to a theater, stay there for, you know, 10, 15, however long it took you. Right. And then drive another 40 minutes back. Right. And but now you can just, now you just get it on your phone or yeah. your computer. Or you can, or you used to, like you said, go, you can go to the other, you know, just south or just east of us here and you go buy them there too. Right. You have the adult movie, you have the adult stores. Right. So they, they didn't, they kind of phased out. Of the rental, mm-hmm. but I think it kept the rental business alive for it, well, it kept the rental business alive a long time, it, you know, and it kept that industry. It just made tons of money for them, right? So, 
video rentals, they lasted from about, would you say maybe the late 70s, early 80s? Yeah. And they lasted up until about maybe 10 years ago. At least, yeah. When they were popular. And then things like Netflix and Netflix... Netflix started out as a mail-in. Yeah, they would mail you DVDs. Yeah, you'd get online because it's right when the internet was just booming. Yeah, you, you they did. You could rent the movie. They'd mail it to you within like a day or two with a little envelope that you could mm-hmm. mail it back in. And you kept it as long as you wanted it, mm-hmm. and then you had to mail it back. And if you didn't mail it back, you had to pay for that movie at the full price. Right. So I mean, then Blockbuster did the same thing. They did Blockbuster order online. You could do that, and then they get Redbox. Redbox. I don't know. Redbox is still around. I don't know how they stick around. I don't either. But they're at all the gas stations. They're at the Walgreens. And or they well, they used to be at the, yeah. They're still at the, like the come and goes. Walgreens and come and goes. Yeah. And I don't know how they stick around because it's just like going to rent a movie at a movie or at a video store. Right. But I think there's less there's less overhead. You know, that's yeah. that's the only, only way. So the video stores kind of died out, and. The streaming services killed it, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Because, like I said, you weren't committed anymore. Yeah. You if you got if you ran into something that was shitty, yeah, you just turn, you turn it. Yeah, you turn something else. So we will uh, we'll talk about some movies that we might remember that were important to us or that impacted us renting, mm-hmm. and we will do that right after a few uh, a few commercials messages and. Some words from uh, from some of our sponsors, sponsors and, and members, and yeah, some of our uh, family our, members, our brothers in the uh, the CSPN. Some old guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be right back. And now these messages. Imagine the perfect video store. It would have a great selection, right? Right. Over ten thousand videos. Three evening rentals, so no rush, no hassle. Fast checkout. 24-hour quick drop return, open late every night. Well, the perfect video store... Welcome to Blockbuster Video. ...is popping up all over the country. There's one near you. Blockbuster Video. Wow, what a difference. Music video? I can't see it. If the music don't sound good, who cares what the picture looks like? Then Pioneer gives me their laser disc player. It's a video turntable that works with a laser beam, and that laser beam makes all the difference, they tell me. I'm a little skeptical, but I listen. I listen to Flash Dance. I listen to Duran Duran. I listen to Raiders of the Lost Ark. I even listen to me, and I sound good. I sound better than good. Fact is, the stereo on the Pioneer laser disc is as good as anything I ever heard on my stereo. And according to the experts, the picture blows videotape away. <laughs> now, who am I to argue? The Pioneer laser disc brand video disc player. Video for those who really care about audio. I like it so much, I got one for my friend George Sherrod. For the laser disc dealer nearest you, call 800-621-5199. Hey, I'm Mike Fantastic. I am Audacity Jones. We're the Russian Leg Sweep. Do you love pro wrestling? Do you? You should listen to our podcast, The Russian Leg Sweep, on the Cloud Chowders Podcast Network. It's available wherever you find podcasts. Coming this May to a video retailer in your area, the official World Wrestling Federation home video series. The first is the best of the World Wrestling Federation with Superfly Jimmy Snuka, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Bruno Sammartino, and more. 
Next, a most outrageous and hilarious hour with bleepers, bloops, and body slams. Finally, Hulkamania. Heavyweight champion Hulk Hogan has personally chosen some of his greatest matches against Greg Valentine, Big John Stud in the Iron Sheik, the official World Wrestling Federation home video series. Visit your video dealer and reserve your copies now. Mike, leave a message. Hi, this is Jim's video calling. Two videos, Camp Cleavage and Undercover Babes are overdue again. Please return those as soon as possible. Thank you. <sighs> Think we got a fourth. Getting the guys together? Grab a Miller Lite. It's Miller time. Camp Cleavage and Undercover Babes. Our whole family loves Orville Redenbacher. Especially with butter. Yeah. But we don't like the calories butter ads. Yeah. Then pop my gourmet popping corn in my buttery flavored oil. It'll taste buttery without adding butter. My corn pops lighter and fluffier than other popcorns, so each tender morsel melts in your mouth. And this way it's buttery. Without those butter calories. Pop my gourmet mm. brand popping corn in my buttery flavored oil. You made the best better, Mr. Reddle Butter. Oh, Redenbacher. <laughs> Hi, I'm Betty White, and I'll be right back with One to Grow Up. Luke, just because Mom and Dad are gone for a few hours doesn't mean you have to hog the bathroom. I'm not. I can't get the door open. It's stuck. Oh, great. Hurry up. The toilet's overflowing. I accidentally flushed a brush down there. Oh, gross. Ah, oh, get me out of here. There's water everywhere. Who do I call? What do I do? Don't panic. If you know you're going to be alone in the house, make sure you have a phone number of a neighbor or a relative handy to call in case of an emergency. Ask your parents where they'll be. And keep numbers for the police and fire departments by the phone. Knowing who to reach in a hurry will take away the need to worry. And boy, am I glad I found your number. See you in a couple minutes. Hang on, Luke. Help is on the way. And that's Wonder Grower. Honey. <laughs> Douglas is going away to camp. So? So, so who's going to program the VCR? Panasonic understands, so this VCR is as simple to program as drawing a line. This Panasonic shows you what to do on screen. You can even use a phone to program this VCR. My parents don't need me anymore. They got a Panasonic VCR too, huh? If it's Panasonic, it's easy to program. Hey dude, what's up? You know, I always thought that like Ram Man should have been a lot bigger because he was like ramming through walls and he was just a little short dude. I, I wish I would have made action figure of that. You know you'd make that. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. Huh? Well, like, I love Captain Spaulding, but I wish that, like, he was a superhero. Dude. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. You know what? I kind of wish that they would have made, like, a, a green radioactive slime He-Man that was all covered in goo. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs? What's that? Slime Pit Customs, they make custom action figures. Anything you want out of anything you want. So, like, Slime Pit Customs could just make the action figure of my dreams come true? Yeah. Could they make me into an action figure? Yes, absolutely. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Check them out on Facebook. Molly, 
when you're through providing your own action for the evening, it's Blockbuster's turn. With 9,000 ways to make it a Blockbuster night. They won the grand prize, and now they're headed for Hollywood. But the only thing standing in their way is the rest of America. Wesley Snipes, Patrick Swayze, John Leguizamo. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Julie Newmar from MCA Universal Home Video, rated PG-13. Rented tonight. And we are back. So, what'd you think about it? Did it bring back some memories? It did. It makes me want to go rent a movie. Good luck finding a place to do it. And... Getting a, uh, begging my mom to buy some candy and a two liter of pop. We always beg your mom to buy candy anyways. That's true. You. Do you remember when the two liters of pop had the metal top? The I do. Metal cap. And they, they were two piece. They had like the bottle and then they had that cap on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And we always used to try to pull the, bot- the, the cap off the bottom. That, like, and they were glued. They were glued on. Yeah. Man, yeah, so I don't know what they were thinking when they did that. It was just like, oh, we can't. We, the, pla- the pop is going to melt this first layer of plastic. Yeah, it's great. Let's give that to kids. Yeah. So. <laughs> look at us now. No shit. <laughs> so, you know, th- those commercials kind of, they, they brought back some memories. And like I said, that was like the weekends of, of us being kids. You know, you'd go rent a handful of movies and sometimes get together with your friends if you're a little older. Or if you're younger, you got together with your family. Yeah. It was usually with our family. Yeah. Because, I mean, or, you know, like teenagers, you know, we'd, we'd go rent a movie and then we'd take it to our friend's house. Right. And you'd, like, all hang out and have snacks or And then pizza. we'd end up losing it or something. Uh, yeah. I got a story about that. So. Yes, yes you do. <laughs> what, uh, what, is there, is there, like, some movies that stick out? I've, I think I've got, like, five right off the top of my head that I came up with. Movies that, do you really remember that there was some kind of story to them that sticks in your head that you rented or saw at the... Well, like I said earlier, um, the Wishmaster movies, I rent those. Yeah. Um, the Wishmaster was like almost like the Expendables of horror back in the day. Yes. They had cameos from everybody. All the out of out of the makeup, you know, the, the monsters out of the makeup. They would be like getting killed. Oh yeah. It's almost like the Hatchet movies now. Mm-hmm. The Hatchet movies are a throwback to that because they have. And those Hatchet movies are great. They are. Those are those are uh, what Kane Hodder movies. Yeah, Kane Hodder is. is uh, is Victor Crowley? Yeah, his new his new monster after he played Jason. And I, mean, I, I I'd do that. I'd rent those, and as I got older, I think we you know I would start renting more horror movies, and my mom started and she didn't care too much as I got older. As I was as I was, as I was, as I was a teenager, right? But then you know it was like as I was a kid, you know, we'd get I don't know like say like Honey I Shrunk the Kids or um, a lot of Disney movies because you know my my sister was younger. Oh yeah, so we get like All Dogs Go to Heaven or. Maybe even um, Land Before Time. Land Before was, Time. Yeah. I think I remember renting um, some they were like original like anime movies like Vampire Hunter D or Giver. Giver was great. Okay. And they did like the live action movies, and I I'd get those. I actually own the live action now, and I let lend it to somebody. I never seen it again. That happens. Yes, all it does. the fucking time. Um, but yeah, I mean, just movies like that. Anything that caught my eye. Well, and that's a great thing. You got that preview. Mm-hmm. Because they had the cover art. And you got to read the back, too. Yes, and the back would have the description. And well, the descriptions now, like, you go pull up a description now, like, on, a, on a, like say, on Amazon Prime or Hulu, you know, it gives you very basic... Like, two lines. Yeah. And it's like, it starts reading it, and then it just cuts off, and you go to click the rest of it, I want to see what this movie's about, and you can't fucking get it. No. So now you got to get on the internet to read, to find the movie, to read what the movie's about... See the ratings. Yeah, and now you're ten minutes into fucking 
trying to figure out what this movie is, you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to watch it and find out now. Yeah. And you always, you know, about 10, 15 minutes into it, you're like, fuck this. Like robo-vampires. Yeah, well, I, I stuck with it. I stuck with it, goddammit. So, the having that, that cover art there, this is one movie, I think this movie holds a record in the Taylor household of m- most times picked up and put back on the shelf at Blockbuster or the video store. Which movie? Because it caught my eye. I don't know why I was so fucking obsessed with this fucking movie. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, yeah. Michael, my opinion, Michael Rooker's greatest performance. He's, dude, he actually is really good in that. I've seen that movie probably once, but I do remember it. I watch it, not, you know, like monthly, or, but a couple times a year, I, I revisit that yeah. movie. It's so fucking twisted. And as a kid, yeah, I probably shouldn't have watched it. No. And I, well, there's, I another one, there's another one that's not really, it's kind of the same basis, but more the other side of killing people is Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yeah. One of my favorite movies, um, what the hell's his name in that movie? Uh, God damn, I can't remember his name. But We never remember No, we never names. remember names. He was also, he was also in um, The Green Mile, and he was like the first main bad guy in the Charlie's Angels movies. I can't remember his name, but he's just amazing at everything he does. He always he's always crazy. Okay. But if you have you ever seen Confessions of Dangerous Mind? I don't think I have. It's like the 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 I think it's the matchmaker or the dating game or no the Gong Show. It was the the host of the Gong Show. Okay. He was like supposedly like a CIA agent or secret spy, like James Bond type shit. Yeah. And he'd go like the you the Ukraine or Russia, and he would kill people and come back, and then he'd do the Gong Show. Oh wow. Crazy, yeah. I used to grab that Henry. You know who else week was on the Gong Show? Nah, Green Jello. Green Jello. Green Jello. That's where they got their start. I'll be damned. They did Rock and Roll Pumpkin, and Say they got again. gonged. Say it again. Say it again. Rock and Roll Pumpkin. Say it again. Rock and Roll Pumpkin. Say it again. Rock and Roll Pumpkin. <laughs> no, I, I used to grab Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, like weekly. Every time we'd go, and I'd walk up, and Mom's like, "What do you got there? Put it back." And I'm like, okay. I, I would I would get that a lot too when I was younger. Yeah, and to put it back, it was that one. And I like the first three versions of this, but the third one, the third sequel, always I would grab it. And it was when I was a little bit older, I was kind of starting to discover females, you know. And I was interested in, in girls, you mm-hmm. know. And, and uh, Reve- Return of the Living Dead, Part Three. Because it had that girl on the cover, and she was all gothy and evil looking. She and was hot. She was hot, and she had all that glass on her face. Yeah. I would always grab that one, and I'd walk up. Mom's like, "That's a scary." And when I was younger, I didn't like scary movies. Well, you know, if you if you, if, you guys, if you guys have never seen that movie, when she when she comes back, she doesn't have all that shit in her face. No. She it's like one scene. She's like, "I'm gonna go kick some fucking ass." And she puts all this crap in her face and her arms and yeah. her hands, and it's like syringes come out of her fucking fingers. Yes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's still worth it. I'd still take it. <laughs> still worth it. I'd take the chance. But that was that was another one that that I remember at I can remember at uh, at the at the rental stores and that's one thing they were great for. They would have all the blockbuster movies, but they would also have the B movies that nobody had ever heard of and nobody oh, yeah. had ever seen. Well, like another movies I used to rent and it would be Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. I don't care what you say. It's dated. 
Very dated. Still a great movie. It's it's a great. It's comedy. one of my like like at least the first two. Yep. Are some one of my favorite movies. I actually I've never got a chance to rent and watch. We we, we need to do a, a long form version of Revenge of the Nerds, because there might be a debate here. Part two, I prefer part two to part one. To a point, yeah. One hundred percent for me. But the original is probably my favorite. Yeah, well, we'll have to we'll have to have that debate. Well, part two had the Beastie Boys in it, at least one of them. Yeah, I think it was um, what was it? Ad Rock, I think. I think so. He played one of the other nerds. Yeah, or yeah. a nerdish, a nerdish guy. Yeah, I yeah I I uh, I can remember, you know, seeing those movies and be like, oh, what is that? And we never got them because you know that comedy, eighties comedy. We just thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought it was. And gr- there was boobs everywhere. Everywhere. Boobs everywhere. Yes. Boobs on pie. Yeah. <laughs> boobs on camera. Right. So. Oh, have pie. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of them that. Dudley this, Dawson. <laughs> Booger. Booger. Yeah, call me Booger. Frederick Paloisius Alawaski. <laughs> Booger Louie. Yeah, Frederick. <laughs> uh, one of them that uh, I remember this was like a staple in the video rental I actually saw it in the theater of the midnight movie and that's another thing about theaters they had the midnight, midnight movies. movies yes and they would they had the obscure very obscure uh, what cult we would call classic. cult classics now and this I think is a cult classic it was often kept in the binder or in the back room faces of death yes we used to rent the shit out of that and it was well, just, they would do the fucking marathons. Yes. And I, and how many? There was, like, I think, six or nine. There was like six of them at least. I, there might have been nine. And they would play them all. Yes. I mean, you'd get there at fucking like 10 o'clock, 9, 10 o'clock, and you wouldn't leave till like 4 in the morning. Yep. And it was just people dying. Yeah. People in accidents. People dying. And I can remember renting that a few times and, and going you know to friends' houses and... Pretty soon the parents started to catch on to that one, and when they would see that, that was ones in, my mom never let me rent. Yeah. Oh, Blockbuster had those. They had those at their horror section. They did, they did. But she never. She's like, no, you're not getting that. Yeah, that I was never allowed to get it, but I somehow did end up getting it. But I remember, yeah. I remember renting like, um, fuck, uh, the movie Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal is a great movie. Heavy Metal, um, Wizards. I know you've never seen it. I've not seen Wizards. Um, but that those two. Are probably some of my favorite animation movies growing up, and even still today, it'd be like even like Heavy Metal two thousand, which are, which was a great one, right? You know, completely different story, but still a great fucking animated movie. And those were, uh, you know, you, they, they, you never or very rarely did you see them in the theater unless it was like a midnight movie. Oh yeah, I, I never see any of those in the theater. I had to I had to find them on on video, or my brother told me about because mm-hmm. he's 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 ah, fuck how old am I? I'm forty one. My brother's five years older than me. Right. So, I mean, he, he watched a lot of this shit, either probably seen it in the theater, or he rented it and I watched it with him. Right. And I probably wasn't supposed to. Oh, no, and I can remember that. I was like, hey, we rented this movie, you know. Uh, that's how I saw Michael Jackson's Thriller. Somebody rented it. Oh, no shit. Yeah, because that was, that was more than a music video. Well, yeah, it was like a 30-minute... It was a short, what we yeah. consider a short movie. You know, or a short in the industry term. Yes. You know, and it may, I remember, I remember watching that. And he's like, even talks about having 
He, had, he has no ties with the occult and anything like that. Because yep. people were people were outraged about it. Yeah, because they had zombies in it and zombies werewolves. Zombies and werewolves and, and Vincent Price. That was great. And John Landis actually directed that. Yeah. Uh, American Werewolf in London. Yep. I remember I remember Michael Jackson said they put those contacts in. He couldn't see shit. And they hurt. Yeah. And it could, because the the video rental, you had the, the 30 minute long mm-hmm. video. Then you had the making of afterwards. Yeah. And we used to watch this shit. The making of was cool shit. It was. And that's part of what got me into special effects. Um, the other part being V. V. And, uh, but yeah, that was the kind of shit you, you got. And sometimes that was like a rental exclusive. Mm-hmm. You did, you got, it was just like the, the birth of the bonus features like you get on a DVD now. Yeah. Like every DVD has hours of bonus features. You might get. 10 minutes at the end of a videotape where it was like, stay tuned for mm-hmm. bonus content. And you might get two cut scenes, a making of, and an interview with somebody. Yeah. And, it was and you like, get a lot of that shit now when you buy DVDs. Yeah. Or it's, even, it's or even rent, rent a movie on, or buy a movie on Amazon or whatever. Right. It all comes with it. I mean, half the time, I don't even watch that shit anymore unless it really something I'm really into. Right. But that was, you didn't, if you bought the video, you didn't get that shit. It was a rental exclusive. Yeah. And sometimes it was like a blockbuster rental exclusive where that's the only line you could get it on. I think I watched, I think I bought, um, recent, not recently, a few, maybe last year or two, um, Aquaman. Okay. And it was like fucking six hours. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Or it was like it was either Aquaman or Justice League or something. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll watch the movie. And then all of a sudden it starts talking about the making of and the and artwork. You get sucked in. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck, I'm watching this now. You know? so sometimes they have a bonus disc that has yeah. Like, yeah it's like Jesus Christ it's, you know, did you save everything you know here's what was in the garbage can the day that we did no you know. shit I can remember and these are I, I saw uh, I saw at least one of these movies in the theater several times but we still rented it rented the shit out of them is the Evil Dead series. Oh, yeah. They were big in the in the uh, video rental. I think I remember, I remember, I think I remember watching Evil Dead 2 in mm-hmm. the theaters, maybe. Army but of Darkness. Army of Darkness is, came out in like, what, 90, maybe 90, 92? My, yeah, something like that. Something like that. I, but I remember, I remember going to the theater and watching that. And we went and saw that a few times in the theater, and then. And my mom, she's a big Bruce Campbell fan. Um, so yeah, she was like, yeah, it's got Bruce Campbell. Fuck yeah, let's go. Nice. Nice. So, my buddy Corby, he rented Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness is one that we used to have at this little, there's this little video store in, in Louisville, the town that, that we grew up in, went to school in. It was called the Video Hut, but we called it, me and him called it the Video Slut. Video Slut. And it would always piss the guy off that owned it. But we'd be like, hey, we're going to the video slut, and, and you know, here we are at the video slut. And, and he, Did he talk like the guy from Bob's Burgers? No, he was just, the guy was just an old, grumpy old man and didn't want kids in his place, but kids are the ones that kept his place going. Mm-hmm. And we would... Where's your parents? Right, your parents know you're, you're renting this? You know, and it was of like, course they yeah, do. Sure, I have they, a note. They sent me down here. Oh, Okay. But yeah, we, I'm also going to need a bottle of Jack and two packs of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to be able to buy cigarettes for my dad, and I was like fucking seven. Mm-hmm. And walk up to the bar and get me two packs oh, of yeah, my, rallies. Like, like my grandparents had, the, there was a store right down the street from where they lived. It's called the Forgot Store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd walk down there, and I think they rented videos, too. Uh-huh. And then you'd go in there, and they'd have, it was like a liquor store, and a, there was a, like a biker bar behind it. Yep. 
but you'd walk in and they wouldn't mess with you. Nobody fuck with you. You get in, you get your candy, you get whatever you needed for your parents, your grandparents, and then you'd walk right back up. And it was walk, two houses down. Yeah, walk right right yeah. up. The, my grandparents lived right across the street from your grandparents. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we and we didn't know each other. No, we we. It's like it's funny because we used to probably play together. We might have. And but neither one of us remember. No. So. Corby went. Well, the, the the Evil Dead. There were there were a couple movies that were well, there were several that were just wildly popular with with like our group of friends, mm-hmm. and it we would keep these things. We would hold these movies hostage, so somebody would rent it. You'd find out who had it, and it's like, don't turn that in. Give it to me. I will take it back for you, because you take it back and say, I'm returning this for so and so, but I want to rent it. So he would sign the little card. Saying that you turned it in, you know that they turned it in. It was like a like a fucking almost like a library. It was like, card. Yeah, it was like an index, you know, like yeah. an index card. And he so he'd sign that saying that you that they that they returned it, and then he'd sign it out to you, and you'd rent it for the week or whatever. The the Evil Dead movies, I know for a fact, probably spent a good three to six months because that was the popular movie that everybody was quoting. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to get that and get those quotes burned into your yeah, brain. Groovy. Yeah, work shed. primitive screwheads so Corby went and rented Army of Darkness and my parents went out of town so (laughs) the plan was I know where this is going oh boy this this is still talked about I mean this is fucking what like 30 some years later he rented Army of Darkness he was going to bring it down and it was going to be me and him I think his little brother and then a couple girls that were, like, they, they had a cabin at the lake, and they were in town. He was friends with them. He was bringing them down. We were going to just have a little gathering at the house and have a little alcohol and watch this movie. And we're, fuck, we're probably, you know, like 17. Yeah. My parents are out of town for the weekend. Well, word got around, and I, you know, it's not necessarily that he told anybody or that his brother told anybody or the girls told anybody there was a party going on. It's just like, what are you doing? Oh, we're going down to Mikey's. His parents are out of town. The wheels started turning. The talk party. went around town. And there's a party at my place. Well, I proceeded to get drunk before they arrived. And they came. And then pretty soon, cars just started pulling in to the driveway. And we've I mean, we've got acres of land. So there are cars parked everywhere. And I run outside, drunk off my ass. And I'm, I've got my hands up going, no, 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 we're not having a party. I'm waving my arms in front of me. We're not having a party. And people are going by and slapping me five. What's up, Taylor? I'm like, what's up? Wait a minute. We're not having a party. No, no, no. And finally somebody goes, dude, turn around. And I turned around and the house is just like glowing. And, <laughs> and the music is playing. And, yeah, and I'm like, fuck it. I guess we're having a party. This party was so well known in the area. I'm surprised the cops didn't show up. But it was so they probably did. They were probably partying. They might have been. I I don't know. I don't recall a lot of this. But it was so well known that the local drunk that I had, it, he was also a good friend of my dad's. Yeah. But I had he was buying my, my alcohol, and I had talked him into buying me some some booze. He brought my money back to me and said, "I don't want my name attached to this party at all. Here's your money back. I did not buy you shit." And I'm like, okay, well, you know, somebody go give me some booze, and so people. I ended up, I was drunk already. And, oh, you know. shit. And this party, I mean, everybody was there. We had, I know I had a lot of movies and CDs stolen. Uh, they didn't trash the house necessarily, 
but they ate every bit of food in the house. Uh, somehow I woke up the next morning on the living room floor and I made it to work by five in the morning. Still drunk. Oh my God, dude. I was working at, uh, uh, the, the deli at Hy-Vee, local grocery store. I was working at the deli and we had, we cooked breakfast at the little cafe and I was in no shape to do anything except I hung, there was an ice machine, a big industrial ice machine. I had my, my right hand hanging on that, holding me up. And my left hand, I was just putting pieces of bread in the toaster, the big industrial toaster that went up on like a chain. Yeah. And it would, the toaster drop out, I'd butter it, and I'd put it on the, you know, cut it with, the, with my left hand, put it on the plate, and somebody else would take it out. That's all I was capable, capable of doing. I got there at 5 in the morning. My shift was over at 1. But when breakfast got over at like 11, my boss looked at me and said, go home. Just go home. Didn't fire me. Just said, go home. I don't want you here anymore. You, you helped out. Go home. Well, my parents came home in the meantime. Oh, boy. And as my dad... And I take it they came home early. No, no, no. They came home when they were supposed to come home. I just didn't think enough to clean up the fucking house. Yeah. So I wasn't in any shape to. So as my dad pulled in the driveway... That we had like a big 55-gallon drum for a trash can. Yeah. It was overflowing with beer cans and liquor bottles. And that sat right by the driveway. So that's as they pulled in, that's the first thing they see. First thing they see. Oh, my God. And my dad pulls in, and he just goes, I'm going to fucking kill him. And they pulled in the garage, and they went, you know, they're going in the garage, and he goes, they better not trash the house. He better cleaned up the fucking house. And my mom opened the back door and shut the back door and said, don't go in there. There were beer cans everywhere. The microwave, you couldn't have fit another beer can, crushed beer can in it. They had smashed beer cans and stuffed the microwave full. Oh, my God. Somebody had gotten a hold of a, a, a few loaves of French bread, and they had eaten some of it. And then they stuffed the rest, tore it up, and stuffed it under the couch cushions. The, from the, from, well, my parents still live in that house, but we fixed this. But the toilet wasn't broken, but it was knocked off of the base. So you could move the toilet. They broke the bolts in the toilet. How the fuck do you do that? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I was probably passed out by that point. Uh, it never passed out. If you're having a party at your house, don't pass don't out. Pass out. And, I've done that once. Yeah, and I was here. And I think that's the last time I actually got drunk. I was here, so I, I took care of shit. Yeah. You know, I made sure shit was good. So, it and it was right, like, around, it was like after Halloween, sometime after Halloween. So we had leftover Halloween candy. And my mom looked out, and there she said it was just, like, silver all in the front yard. That's all she could see is, like, this silver glitter. It was Milky Way wrappers, little fun-sized Milky Way oh, wrappers. fuck. They had eaten all the Milky Ways, and they somehow they threw them all outside, and the front yard was covered in candy wrappers, blowing around and shining in the sun. How long did it take you to clean everything up? Uh, I don't know, because I was sent to my room when I got home. Oh. Yeah, I got home. I, I'm, like, 17 years old. I get home and I'm like just in just starting to get hungover, and I come in and my dad just goes, "Get your ass in that room and don't come out." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "Perfect. I want to take a nap." <laughs> when my parents were coming home, they had stopped like at the little gas station, and my friends that ran into them, they're like, "Hey, what's going on?" My friends wouldn't look them in the eye. They're like, "Whoa." Because they, they didn't know that they hadn't been home. They yet. didn't know. They thought, oh, fuck. I wasn't there. wasn't there. The people that my mom worked with, they're like, didn't have nothing to do with that. This party, it, you, you can ask people that were there, and some people might be listening to this show that were there. They still remember the party. They still 
sometimes if I bring it up in the right group, people are like, dude, that was the fucking best party. Because... Like, well, I know your buddy Corby was there, and I know he listens. Yeah, Corby was there. I want to hear Corby's side of this. He needs to call in and tell his <laughs> side of the story. <laughs> because it was... It was an event. I, uh, I know that at one point I got, I got drunk and I might have already graduated because I got drunk and found my wrestling my high school wrestling coach's phone number, and I called him and chewed his ass because I didn't make it to state that year. Oh fuck! And I uh, it was uh, it was it was quite the uh, quite the event, but. So he had rented, um, he had rented the uh, uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah, we were gonna watch that, and we watched it. And then the videotape come up missing. And for like months after, he's like, "Dude, you gotta find that videotape. It's somewhere in your house." I'm like, "We clean the house. I don't know where it's at." He's like, "Dude, the guy's video slut is chewing my ass because he wants that. He wants that videotape back, and it's gone because it was one that was rented every week, and it's been gone for a month." And so he's like, I'm going to have to pay for it. Well, back then, if you had to replace one of those, it was like 80 bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he, uh, I think he ended up having to replace it. And then one day, I looked under the uh, the TV stand, and there's something under there. And I pulled it out. It was the Army of Darkness videotape in the little plastic clamshell case, but it was open. And somebody, me, had thrown up on it. And I'm like, dude, I found the videotape. <laughs> And he's like, cool. And I'm like, it's got puke all over. He's like, I don't want it. <laughs> I think we put it in the Dropbox. I think we put it back in the Video Slut Dropbox. Oh, Corby can verify that when he calls in. And if anybody wants to call in and chime in on anything here, we do have a hotline. We do. It is uh, 669-237-3876. That is 669-B-RETRO. B-E-R-E-T-R-O. You can call in. So that yeah, that was the one videotape that uh, got passed around, and I think that ended its run right there. I, I puked on it. It's probably that old man probably still has that video. Well, and the video slut closed down. I went in and bought a bunch of videos, and I looked for that video, and I couldn't find it because he sold a bunch of them. Oh, did he? I could not find it. But yeah, that was uh, that was an event. The other one that, that got passed around like that was uh, Monty Python: The Holy Grail great movie that was i mean we're all watching it it was like 20 years old at that point yeah but we were all quoting it so you want like again you wanted to get those quotes down so that you could fit in mm-hmm. so that's that's another one that it's like with, with like with anchorman it's the same thing people did that with anchorman yes until it was burned out yeah until you know people were sick or, of hearing or it. borat you know and shit like that yeah very nice very nice <laughs> i don't believe you <laughs> But, the, you know, those were the ones that, that really stuck out to me. You know, that, that you would, it was almost like, I've got the movie this week. And then the same group of people would come to your house and watch mm-hmm. it that week. And then you would give it to one of them. They would take it back. They would swap it. They would have it for a week. And then you go to their house and watch it the next week. It, it, I don't know why we did it, but we did. I had a buddy. He had the uh, Metallica live shit binge and purge. Yeah. Well, you had either you could either get the DVDs or the VHS. Uh huh. He had the VHS. Nice. And I'd always have to go to his house and we'd watch it. We'd watch that fucking thing all the time. Yeah. And 
finally I found it. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to buy this. It's on DVD, and it's not 200 bucks. Right. You know, I just said, screw it. I didn't end up buying it. It's just because I just wanted I just wanted the, mu- the music. Yeah. So I found the fucking tapes. Yeah. And I had the tapes for it. Or the DVD or the v- uh, CDs or whatever the fuck it was. Right. But, yeah, that was... I remember that fucking thing came out. It was two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, they, all of them. They were like, you know, even like the the wrestling ones, the Coliseum videos, because that was a big thing in the video stores too. They had like the WrestleManias and the oh yeah the you know, Hulk Hogan's greatest matches and all that. You could buy them in the magazines. They were like eighty, hundred bucks, mm-hmm. or you go rent them. And and most of the video stores had a handful of them. Yeah, and you they know? weren't they weren't super high demand. No, but I would I would rent them and, and check them out, and you know and that's usually how I ended up watching pay per views was going to rent them. Right, because my mom didn't want to rent them all the time. But or, they didn't come out until like a year later. Yeah, you know, so it was it was just a weird time, you know, the video rental age, and it it was a cool time because it, it was great because I mean you had something you only almost guaranteed you had something to do right on a weekend, and if you weren't going out and hanging out with your friends. You'd stay in and watch videos. And you were going to discover something new. Mm-hmm. That, you mentioned like the Metallica video. They had kind of a boom of concert videos that came out. Yeah. And, you know, specials where you could see like all the music videos that they made and then a little concert. Uh, I can remember getting like Faith No More uh, live at the Braxton. Oh, yeah. That that one was a, a big rental one when I was a little older. But you, you had those those concert videos where you could actually see... Because it was even, at one point, it was like before MTV. Yeah. And they weren't showing video, like concert videos. So you get like a lot of old school, like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Or, you know, the or Doors. Pink Floyd. Yeah. Or, I, I remember watching, I remember renting The Wall. The Wall was another great one. That it and was it took them forever to make that, that make that movie. Because it's awesome. Yes. It has like the animation and the hallucinations. And oh, yeah. The pig faces and stuff. That movie, that thing is great. Um, yes. But that, that was before, that, I think the Wall the wall album came out before MTV was even a thing. Oh, yeah. But they it took them, I think they took them like 10 years to make this. Yep. Because just because of all the intricate animation and shit, there was no live action shit. No, I mean, they had some, but it wasn't much. Much, yeah. So you had the music videos, so you could actually see the, you know, see the bands, and sometimes even discover new bands. Because mm-hmm. like, oh, that... Again, that cover art's badass. Yes. This has to be a cool band. Well, like, some of the bands that had the best cover art was, like, Molly Hatchet. Yeah. Molly Hatchet, they had that fucking, was it that warrior? Demon? Well, it was a uh, Frazetta. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think Danzig used that same guy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his different stuff. Yep, he did. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, you it's one of those things where you say, don't judge a book by its cover. Right. Well, you, sometimes you kind of had to when you were coming to a movie. Absolutely you had to. Now... In discovering new things and, and all that, another thing that both of us really enjoy that was big in the video rental, stand-up comedy. Oh, yes. So you would get uh, the heavy hitters. I mean, you, know, you have Eddie Murphy, which this is probably going to lead to a lot of Eddie Murphy impersonations from my, <laughs> my co-host here. You must be out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> and you had Sam Kinison. Uh, which, he, he had a couple of them that were popular. He did. And one of them had the Wild Thing video on it. Which, that was, I think that helped his career, jump his career, was that Wild Thing video. That Absolutely. Had, they had uh, uh, Tony Katane in it. Uh, Jessica Hahn, too. Yeah. It had, it had Tony Katane, but it had Jessica Hahn in it. 
Uh, and then all the musicians were like Slash was in oh, it. Oh, everybody Tommy was Lee in it. And all the Motley Crue guys were in it. And, and they're all in the background singing. Yeah, they're singing and like playing guitars and stuff. And you had Dice. Di- yeah, the Dice. They had like two or three specials yeah. that, that made it to video. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Um, but then you had the ones that maybe were... Maybe we're a generation before that we didn't pick up on that we discovered. Yeah. Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce. And uh, Bill Red, Hicks. Red Skeleton. Yeah. Um, Benny Hill. Yeah. Yeah. And all I, those. My grandfather, he used to, well, he had Benny Hills. Big Benny Hill guy. Big Red Skeleton guy. Yeah. And every time I'd go to his house and I was living out in Colorado, Grandma would go to bed. You know, we, we'd eat dinner. Grandma would go to bed and... Grandpa and I would stay up all night and watching Benny Hill, Red Skeleton. And you didn't know why Benny Hill was funny when you were that age? No. But it just was. They were just, in their underwear were chasing up. each other yeah. around. It was hilarious. Uh, Time for a sexy party. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they had all that, that shit was out on video. So you, that's how you, they didn't have Comedy Central or any of that. And if they did, the damn sure weren't playing Dice and... No. Oh, and before that, you had... Before, that. Even before Comedy Central, you had fucking, what was it, Ha. And you had to you had to order that pro that channel. Oh, yeah. Well, and HBO would do comedy specials now and again. Yeah. But they weren't doing those guys. Mm. I, I think uh, Eddie Murphy had... They did HBO Eddie Murphy's special. Raw, yeah. and I think that was on HBO at yeah. one point. But they that's how you saw the, mm. the you know, the comedy. And... Again, those are ones that you wanted to memorize because yes. you wanted to say those lines and you weren't supposed to and that was what you wanted to do. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, you're like even, you know, like I don't think my mom actually, like I said, she didn't pay attention to a lot of the shit I would go to rent. Yeah. Like I would try to get like Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> no. So I, I would so I would rent Ford Fairlane. I love Ford Fairlane and that's one that I rented. We, we need Mr. to do. Mr. Rock and Roll Detective. Yeah. Private dick. Booty time, booty time, <laughs> across the USA. So, that's something I think that we do have that with with Netflix and and Hulu and all and you know Prime. You can discover shit. Oh yeah. But sometimes it's too much work. There you went in. You and, could spend hours just scrolling through movies. Oh yeah. Sometimes I, I get bored scrolling and mm-hmm. I just quit. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to something else or I pick up a book or I you know I go fucking edit a podcast you know yeah i just get bored well like, well, like you said like you were saying with uh, movie rentals you'd walk in you'd start walking and if you couldn't find something new you'd go to find something old that you know you liked well and they had such a wide you know they had their blockbusters that were around the outside walls usually mm-hmm. and then when you got into the aisles they would have a horror aisle mm-hmm. and a sci-fi and comedy comedy western, western music and then they had their stand-up stuff so you could kind of zone in on, you know, you narrowed it down. I want something funny. Go to the comedy section. Okay, seen it, seen it, seen it. What the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And horror. They had some of the most offbeat horror movies there. Yes, they did. And that's the only place you could get them. Well, like like it's like trauma movies, you know, the Toxic Avengers or Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. Yeah, uh, Newcom High. Newcom, the class. They had all the classic they Newcom Highs. All of them. And they had all the... Uh, uh, actually, I think Blockbuster actually had their own trauma section. They may have if at I one point. Right. Once trauma kind of took off. They also had the... Uh, uh, oh, what the fuck's the one? The Puppet Master guy. Puppet F- Master. Full Moon. Oh, yeah. Full Moon. Full uh, Moon of Studios. Yeah, Full Moon Studios uh, with Charles Band. 
They had all those. They had you mm. know Puppet Master, Dollman, and the Demonic Toys. Those are great. Yes, I love you know I. It between Troma and Full Moon, I can spend a weekend watching. Oh yes, yeah. because they're great movies. They're they're shit movies, but I love them. Well, who's the? I mean, they don't have Full Moons. I don't think around anymore. Oh yeah, they got a streaming it? service. Oh, do, oh, that's right. They do. Yeah, they got a streaming. They service. do. Um, was it like who did the like Rob Zombie movies? Which film film company was that? Um. Lionsgate had them for a while. Lionsgate. They pick up a lot of shit movies. Yeah. Lionsgate had them, and, uh, 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 fuck, who was the one that did, uh, uh, New Line Cinema. New Line Cinema. New Line Cinema. They they had uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, that that line. They pick up a lot of B-movies now. Yeah. So that kind of became a thing. They had their Mm B-movies that you would go in, and you had no clue what it was. You would, and then, but then you would pay attention. Who did this? Oh, a guy named Lloyd Kaufman. Okay, I need to find something else that this guy made because yeah. this was great. And if you don't know who Uncle Lloyd is, you've been living under a rock. We gotta try to get Uncle Lloyd on the show. I would love to get Lloyd I'm, Kaufman on the show. I'm, I might have some connections there. I might. I'll try. I'll see what I can do. And we just let him talk for an hour. I think you have to, because I don't think you get in, word in edgewise with him. No. He would be fun to get on. Charles Band would be fun to get on. He's a really nice guy. I've actually yeah. sat down and talked to him. Uh, but yeah, you. Well, even though I fucking rent, I remember renting Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, the, Demon Knight. Demon Knight was fucking amazing. You see, I was a Bordello of Blood guy. I like Bordello of Blood. I was more Demon Knight. Right, and I think that there is definitely, it's it's like Elvis and the Beatles, yeah, or, or the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. A lot of people are one or the other, and I think with the Tales from the Crypt movies, people either really love Demon Wasn't Knight. Was Corey Feldman in Bordello of Blood? I don't remember. I know Dennis Miller was. Dennis Miller was. Yes. Dennis Miller and uh, but, Angie Everhart. She was the vampire. Yes, she was. Yes, I think that's why I like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I was just, I was, something that was, what was his name? Billy. Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Yeah. He, that was probably my favorite movie he ever did. Okay, well, now you know. Coming up here in a few months, we're probably going to be going back down to Kansas City to Crypticon. Billy Bill, Zane's going to be Billy there. Billy going to be there. So there's Demon Knight represented. Bordello of Blood will also be represented. Yes. By Phil Fondacaro, who was also in the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Yes, he was. So Phil Fondacaro, we, we have both movies represented right there. Dude, that's going to be great. I'm going to go, I'm going to talk Billy Zane's ear off. Probably. But you know what? He is the prettiest man in Hollywood. You think so? I think so. You heard it here, folks. Prettiest man in Hollywood is Billy Zane. Billy Zane. He was in Titanic. He was. Yeah. And he was the Phantom. The he Ghost was. Who Walks. He was the Phantom. He was a great Phantom. Yeah. I thought that was a great movie. People hate on it. Fuck, I was like, dude, fuck you, man. That movie's fucking awesome. Speaking of Phantom, and this is kind of an offshoot, but Affleck was a bomb in Phantoms. Affleck was the bomb in Phantom Show. <laughs> Phantom's like a motherfucker. You was a bomb, you was a bomb in Phantoms, Affleck. <laughs> so, any, you know, any kind of you know, closing thoughts on video rental, the, 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 the birth and death of video rentals. I think it served its, t- it served its purpose. Right. Um, I don't ever foresee video rentals or any kind of rentals like that coming back because of, because of streaming and shit like that. But when you were 10, 11, 12, even up to 16, you know, even 20, whatever, it gave you something to do on the weekends when you didn't want to fucking go out. Well, and I think it supported 
the technology and helped advance the technology. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it went through from Betamax to VHS to Laserdisc. Well, fuck, it went from real to real. It, well, yeah, okay, so real to real. It went from, from film to Betamax to VHS. Laserdisc was in there a little bit. Then DVD Blu-ray. Yep. It helped foster and, and, and support all that. And I think it got it to a point where it supported the technology long enough until that technology killed it off. Yeah. Because then Netflix came, they were doing it through the mail, nobody had to go to the store to get them well, anymore. It's, it's just like... And then they start streaming. Just like when we did our MTV video... Or thing. Episode. Yeah. You know, it's the same same thing. Video killed a radio star. Yeah. You know, when you, you didn't have that, you had to find... You had to go either see them in concert, or you had to wait until a concert was on TV. Yeah. And all of a sudden you could see them. And then now you can see all your favorite musicians yeah. on TV on one channel. So it's a, almost the same concept, but with just movies instead of music. Right. Or even so, or, or even so you know, got music too in there. But it, it you know, it, it the technology that it helped create destroyed it. Yeah. And it's kind of sad because that was a, it was a big, big thing in our, in our childhood. Oh, yeah. Huge. I mean, it wasn't. Like a typical, like I'd say, a typical, like a typical weekend when I was a kid. Friday, Saturday night, we'd go get, go rent movies, we'd order pizza, we'd watch the movies, eat pizza, and then we'd have popcorn or candy or something, and that was the weekend. Right. Didn't do anything else. Right. And it was great. And, you know, kind of with with COVID and everything else that's going on in the world, that's kind of where it is today again. Right. You watch them, you get your movies, you say, all right, well, we're going to stream this tonight, mm-hmm. or like, you know, tonight, you know, like we've both got pay-per-views to watch. Right. Um, you know, or watch those, eat pizza, get some candy or something, have some pop, and that's all you're going to do. Right. And you planned ahead. With it. Uh-huh. it was like, Friday we're getting this movie. Now it's like, oh, shit, it's a Wednesday and it's 7 o'clock, we're not doing shit, you want to watch a movie? And you have every movie known to man yeah. at your fingertips. You didn't have that back then. No, you, you had, had to fucking plan ahead. Plan ahead, yep. And you would, I mean, like, fucking, if it was Friday, you got those movies on Friday... Come and it was always usually like payday or something. Yep. You know, you, it's like okay, mom, can we go rent movies this weekend? And yep. you're asking her on Monday, mm-hmm. and then you remind her again on Wednesday, and then Thursday. It's like okay, mom, let's bug the shit out of her on Thursday. Yeah, bug the shit out of her on Thursday, and then she finally get off work and it's like oh, let's go to the fucking video store. Okay, we're gonna get some pizza. Let's go. Let's or go watch this movie. Pick them up on the way home from work, and you yes. might sometimes even left work a little early. Oh yeah. So you could get that movie that you wanted, mm-hmm. and if it was, if it was gone, your fucking weekend was ruined. Yes. Like, Fuck! I don't get to fucking watch Rambo this weekend. God damn it! Well, here's the. I don't want to watch that. I want to watch Rambo. Yeah, I want to watch Rambo kill people. Yeah. So. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> so, there was a birth and death of. Video rentals. Video rentals. Yeah. So, uh, anything else? No. All right. Well, for the uh, Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power, I am Mikey. I'm Corey. Check out the Cloud Shouters Podcast Network. They're on Facebook, and you can learn all about all the great shows that are on there. And check out some of those shows. Connect with them on their social medias. Connect with us on our social media. Email us. Give us a call. Fuck. I think there's a place where you can donate if you want to pay for us to do some something cool. I like money. I. You like money? I like money. You like Starbucks? I do like Starbucks. We don't have time for a handjob. Oh, shit. (laughs) See you later.
Thank you for tuning in to the Retro Renegade Pop Culture Power Hour. If you want to talk to the show, drop us an email. RetroPowerHour at gmail.com We'll see you next week.